Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good, good evening, my lovely fabs, my, um, my beautiful lovelies. I hope you are doing well in whatever time zone you're in. Um, once again, for me, it is early in the morning, up before the rest of my family. So go ahead and get this podcast out to you and have my time to myself and my own little self-care. So I hope you guys um, are remembering to give you your self-care. Remember, you can't fill up anyone else's cup. You cannot pour into anyone else's cup without first filling up your own. So um, I want to get right into it. I want to talk about stepping into your power, stepping into you and what needs to happen. The fact is, if you are um, at this place where you feel like this shift happening within you, around you, um, or something has shifted already, and I'm not sure how to describe it. I know what it was for me, but you just know it's a shift. Something is shifting within you. It's shifting surrounding you um, or it already has. So when that happens, at this point, you like, you know, you got to do better or differently or change old habits like you knew it before but you weren't ready yet for example let's say you've had this resolution to make a change in your diet to eat healthier to cut out the junk to cut out the sugar what have you now you knew you needed to and you wanted to but you just really couldn't bring yourself to do it yet um it was just too easy to fall back into the old eating eating patterns it's comfortable um sometimes eating junk food can be comfortable um or give us comfort but now maybe that junk food doesn't taste good Maybe your body absolutely rejects it now. Maybe you can like, um, like for me now, as I, I've gotten older, I can like taste the chemicals in the junk food. Like you can taste that this is not real food. Um, or like the candy or whatever it is. You can just taste that, okay, this isn't good. My body doesn't want this. I don't want this anymore. Like your mind doesn't even want it anymore. But it's it's still a hard habit to let go of. And 3.33, showing up on the recording time right now. Um, so if that resonates with you. But, um, yeah, so you don't want this anymore. Now not only do you know, like, you have to do better, or it's not great for you, and you want to... Now your body is at the place where it's screaming at you. Uh-uh. 
nah, we not eating this no more. Nah, you gotta stop that. Now, you still have to work to change the habit. So, um, small steps. I mean, you can go to cold turkey, but cold turkey can be extremely hard. Small steps. It's just that your reality has shifted into what you've been wanting, what you've been manifesting. Um, I've heard it also referred into as a quantum leap. Like you have leapt into a future timeline of yours where you're what you want, what you want to manifest is in that timeline. 444. So, um, because the phase you were in, you wouldn't have been able to reach those goals you wanted. So now, making this leap, uh, whether you believe it's a quantum leap, is just the vibrations around you, the energy around you is shifting and within you. And so now physically, you can't do it anymore. Like even when you fall back into that, maybe eating for comfort or stress eating or whatever, um, or just, you know, this was, it was easy to order out tonight. Now it's, not even comfortable to do so anymore it, it you can feel that it goes against what you want you can feel that it goes against who you are now this doesn't fit your life anymore so um that's one example right there and the reason it doesn't fit your life whether it is you know changing to a healthy lifestyle healthy eating um maybe coming out of old procrastination habits um whether it's a relationship for example um i'm using me as an example and i know there's probably plenty of you that can relate to this i have um i have needed drama in my relationships I was always kind of like that when I was younger but I when I got with my husband I kind of grew out of that you know I didn't try to fix everybody else anymore I didn't need all of everyone else's drama I had enough drama of my own you know I had a husband and children running your household comes with his own drama right <laughs> but on a an even deeper level I had figured out that, yeah, I was still um, doing things for drama because that low, those those big arguments, um, what, you know, what I realized is that I could go longer without the drama. So those big arguments um, with my husband that just, uh, felt like like is this gonna work um and for me those were especially hard and those were very real questions because we did have a period where um we were going through a separation we had decided we were going to separate and it was ultimately going to lead to a divorce and you know maybe we'll get into that 
um, another time, but that's not what we're talking about here. But with that, that added to that. And so anytime, I remember telling my husband, I'm like, we hit this place where we kind of plateaued and we're stable and now we got to go up to the next phase, which is true. The next phase in terms of what we want to do with our lives and things like that. Now it's time to really build on that stability we've developed. But I, I realized that in that stability, I was bored. Not necessarily bored with us, but I would, the best way I could describe it is I realized that when we would make up, I would get really high off of, you know, the makeup is, I had to be brought so low first to feel so high in my relationship. And that is a toxic habit and a toxic trait getting hard to unlearn. Like I said, I thought I unlearned it before. And not to say that I didn't, but I learned there were some things on a deeper level that I hadn't even realized um, I was doing. And I know a lot of you can resonate with the, the toxic relationships, the, the always fighting, the um, fighting, the making up is a lot of highs and lows or it's all highs and lows. And so if you've gotten to the place where you have gotten into a healthy relationship, you may know what I'm talking about, where it feels like, okay, I need to do something now. I need, we do need to cause a rift in this because this does not feel right. And of course it doesn't feel right because you've had this habit of um, causing drama in relationships so you can feel the high highs from going so low so in realizing that for me when we've had arguments uh, more recently after my own shift um, those arguments felt so much worse than I can remember it's like you know how you know something's bad for you or you know something's toxic or even like with the food but you you can still be comfortable in it because it's what you're used to so for me it was no longer comfortable it felt like it felt like the way it feels when um nails scratch a blackboard like that uh that it um it vibrates wrong against my bones type of feeling like this this does not feel good at all um and so i thought things were feeling so much worse because maybe we are getting back to this point where we've tried everything and this time it's really not gonna work um plus i've always uh i think one of the reasons i like the drama is i grew up reading a lot of fantasy and romance i loved a lot of the ya the young um adult teen novels and you know there's in books there's a lot of drama and you know they can resolve it and everything but there has to be because you know you have to have your attention while reading no one's gonna sit and read a book that's just all stability so to speak unless it's a self-help book <laughs> and even then those have some you know points of conflict but 
that's when I was looking for my husband to be. And I talked a little bit about it before, what I was looking for, what I wanted outside of me. And I was always looking for him to be that, that character that swept me off my feet. You know, when all of this happened. And I think the other thing that was wrong was he's going through his own growth and doesn't necessarily have um, the same amount in his cup so he could normally fill up mine, which I was relying on instead of filling up my own cup, which I've been doing lately through self-care. That is so important. One of the things to step into you is you need that self-care. Um, but you need to recognize those shifts that's happening where what was once comfortable, even though you knew it wasn't great for you, now doesn't feel comfortable. Feels like that that nails on chalkboard, um, just ah, just blah, against your bones, you know. It's and of course I understand some of you may like that sound. I wouldn't know how or can tolerate it. I cannot. But whatever it is that just makes you ah, you know. Um, so you really have to work on letting all that shit go. The stuff that no longer serves you, the, the relationships that are no longer for you, you have to let it go. And whatever, you know, like I, I've said this before too, the relationships don't have to be with a person. Now, so for some of you, that's what it is. For others, it may be your relationship with fear or doubt that negative self-talk like I said earlier it could be procrastination um maybe you're not exercising like you're supposed to whatever it is you need to let go of and you know what it is you absolutely know what it is so we're not even going to pretend like oh you know it could be this maybe take a guess you got to figure it out now nah, you you know what it is it's kind of like how you know the red flags like when you go back and be like, oh yeah, I felt that. Your your intuition tells you what is going on. We just don't often trust it or we'll ignore it. And the more you trust those little feelings, um, the more you'll be able to recognize your intuition. Um and feel it even more and get better at trusting it because you do have to trust your intuition you do have to trust yourself because the fact is you do know what's best for you even when you're acting like you don't it's kind of like how when we hurt our bodies in some way maybe you broke something maybe strained like the way i strained my back um a couple weeks ago the body already knows how to heal itself now, we can't always necessarily see that. Um, so we go to doctors or specialists that um, that know what to look for. But the body already knows how to heal itself. And it's the same for the spirit and the heart and the mind. It knows what it needs to heal itself. You know what you need for you. It's in there. You just have to listen to that intuition and trust yourself. That gut feeling. And no, it is not the same as actual feelings. Emotion is not intuition. Logic is not intuition. Those are two separate things. 
for one, your emotions can, um, your emotions, for example, could be one of the reasons you, you stay in that re toxic relationship because you love them so much because you're afraid of letting them go. Those are emotions. Your intuition is not telling you to stay there, which is why after the shift has happened, you're not um you're not comfortable anymore. It 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 really does not feel good. Like it didn't feel good before, but you you knew it, you understood it. It was familiar. Now it is starting to feel like this ain't even this this not that familiar feeling is that this don't work. It's comfortable to sit and drown our sorrows and or stress into junk food, but it doesn't feel good anymore. It doesn't give you that hit of dopamine or um, oh man, the other thing is uh, serotonin that uh, it used to, you know, it doesn't calm those nerves like it used to matter of fact it stresses you out more and that's because your spirit your body has caught up with what your spirit wants and what your mind in the back of your mind has been telling you your body is now there so you can now feel this shift physically so like i said one of the best things you can do is trust your intuition and one of the best ways to learn to trust your intuition more is to sit still in solitude. Is to get real quiet. You know, when I, um, there was a period I called it my, uh, what did I call it? Spiritual solitude. And I cut out, I think I mentioned this before, I cut out, you know, talking really to everyone. I cut off social media, all of that. And you don't really hear what's for you, what you need to do. You, your intuition tells you that. Um, your guides, God, your ancestors, the universe talks to you through your intuition. And that's why your intuition lets you know where you need to go, what you need to do. Your intuition is on a different plane. It doesn't necessarily... Just the same way your spirit or your soul, it doesn't necessarily, it's not tied to the 3D world. It goes so far beyond that. And God is within you. The universe is in you. Heaven isn't necessarily a separate thing. You can bring heaven to you or you can bring hell to you. If you want to bring heaven to you, you have to let go of this old shit. The stuff that's not serving you, let it the fuck go and get quiet. Turn off all the distractions. Get a period where you go into this mode. And you should do it regularly even after that. This isn't a one-time thing. You have to go get quiet and sit still so you can listen to you. To true you so that intuition can shine through. And you'll get better at understanding what's intuition versus this is what is feelings or emotion. And we all know the logic is typically mental. So for those who are more logical, turn your brain off for a second. I know that can be hard to do. But stop weighing the options. Because sometimes you're not going to get the answer you need. Like, 
if you're thinking from more like a scientific perspective, like, okay, what if this, this, that, and the third, a lot of whys, what would happen if this, you're not always going to have the answers. But if you simply trust your intuition, okay, this is where I need to go. I don't know why, but I'm going to do it. That's what you got to do. You got to have faith in yourself. You got to have faith in whatever it is you believe in, that you truly believe in, not what anybody else is telling you to believe in, not what society is telling you to believe in. Society doesn't know what's best for you. No one else knows what's best for you. I don't care if someone says, I know what's best for you. No, they don't. No, they don't. And before, you didn't even really know what was best for you. Like deep down inside, that universal soul that you have, you knew, you just weren't in tune with it yet. Now that you made this shift, you're in tune with it. So, get quiet. Figure out what it is you really, really want. You really need to do without all the outside influences. And then let go. Let it go. It's now, I know saying it is easy, but it is not. It's especially if they're habits you've built up for God knows how long. Say it's a habit you've had for like you've been self-sabotaging yourself for 20 something years. You may not fix it in two weeks. Or even if you do get it in two weeks, you may learn later there was something on a deeper level. Like I did. There's always something on a deeper level and it's like an onion you're with it if y'all have ever seen the movie shrek when he explains that he's like an onion because he has layers that's what you're doing you're peeling back the layers of you to find out who you are to um uh heal your triggers figure out what your triggers are where they stemmed from heal it forgive oh that's the other thing forgive 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 forgiving is hard um i actually wrote uh letters of forgiveness i still have some more to write i definitely have to write one to me but i knew that would take the longest so but for me like i've said before writing is how i best process and get things out and these letters don't have to go out to anyone um now, if you find that you may need to send it out or there's someone you need to go ahead and say that to or whatever, by all means, listen to your intuition about whether or not you should do that first or if it's the right time. Trust me, that will help you. Because um, sometimes we'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll do this. I'll get this over with. But you may not be actually ready for that conversation. That my person might not be ready. But I did some letters. I did one to my dad because we had this big blow up a few months ago and we just we haven't talked we haven't I grew up a daddy's girl so for me my relationship with my dad and becoming an adult where I don't have those rose colored glasses on has been um you know he was always my biggest hero could do no wrong and growing up and seeing that he was human and understanding where some of my triggers come from in my childhood I was looking for the validation the apology the hey this is what happened this affected me this way and I want to know that you get it and it didn't work like that but I also had to take accountability for my part like recognizing in how 
the way I would show up sometimes in that relationship where I thought was his fault, how it's showing up in like the relationship with my husband or other things. And those are the things, okay, these things keep happening in my relationships. The common denominator is me. So what am I doing to contribute to this? Not to say that they don't have their own fault in it or anything, but you can't do nothing about that. You can't do shit about that. That is their own thing to go through. There's nothing you can do about that. What is it that you are doing to contribute to that? How are your triggers affected? How are you responding to those triggers in that moment? That's what you got to um, focus on. All parts you. So on my letter, because I've written letters before to my parents and everything, but um, this one, I talk about, you know, how there were things I expected, but I also talked about how, you know, I've grown from that and I take accountability for my part and that this is who I am, this is where I'm out, and that I forgive him and I forgive myself. And I accept him for who he is, where he's at. And I'm learning to do that with my husband. Accept him for who he actually is and where he's at. Not the potential, not the storybook character, not what I want. Which you want from a person and trying to get that from them is you putting an expectation on them that maybe they can't give you. And maybe you'll never get for them. For example, I, you know, my oldest, um, my husband is not her biological father. And I wrote a letter to him too. I just wanted, now with him, I just wanted to see if there was any unresolved feelings that maybe, because you know, as I've learned, there's sometimes some deeper things. And I wanted to see if there was under, any unresolved feelings. But I had forgiven him a long time ago. And I was right. There, there wasn't any unresolved feelings not dealing with me and him. Now what I, like, I don't forgive you for is the fact that we're very honest with my daughter about you know, how her dad adopted her and all those things. And, um, you know, biologically, she had a father who chose not to be in our lives and stuff like that. And I've seen how she has gotten hurt by that. And I know as she goes older, she'll still have to go through that. That's her journey. Her triggers, her pain, she'll have to learn to work with and let go and forgive and whatever. There's nothing I can do for her in that. I can't do it for her. I wish I could. But that's for her. And I was like, for that, I don't forgive you for always thankful because I wouldn't have her without you. But, yeah. I'm like, you know, I hope he has healed or is doing better or doing well or whatever. I, I always wish that for everybody. I hope that for everybody. Except unless you're like the, an evil, an actual evil person. But for the most part, I, I wish that for everybody. Now, whether or not he's actually going through that, I don't care less. I, 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 I couldn't care less. I don't give a damn at all. But, you know, that's not a thought. So, um, but yeah, with my actual relationships, I got to do a letter to my husband and a letter to myself. It's very important. Back to that, you forgive yourself especially yourself if no one else forgive yourself because sometimes we especially women can be extremely hard on ourselves 
extremely. And I say especially women because I'm a woman and I know going through the life of a woman. But I'll say um, I definitely have watched my husband be extremely hard on himself for no reason. And I'm like, yeah, bruh, it ain't. Trust me, we're good. I don't. You're not how you're thinking of yourself right now. Trust me, this is what I see. And you know, sometimes we got to give each other that encouragement. But you really, you do have to do it for yourself. You can't rely on an outside source to do that. So, again, it's a process. You, you got to... And I'm not saying you ever have to forgive. As you know, you hear a lot, forgiveness is for yourself. It's not for the other person. You don't specifically need to tell them. Um, if you don't want to, that, that all of that is up to you. But for me, I will always most importantly say you need to forgive yourself for whatever it is. And if you're like, well, what do I need to forgive myself for? It's these people that's doing this or this, this that's doing it. Trust me, I guarantee you not all sunshine and roses either. Okay? So let's let's not even just go around pointing the finger at everyone else. Let's accept our parts, our blame, whatever it is we contribute. Because trust me, if you haven't sat there and healed all your triggers and how you respond to them, because that's it's, it's not even that you'll heal all your triggers. It's that you'll learn to regulate yourself and respond to them in a way that's compassionate to you and compassionate to others. But trust me, um, people have issues with you for a reason too. For example, if you, everyone around you is telling you the same thing about you, it might be time to take a look at what that thing is. But in stepping into you, you have to acknowledge you. You have to accept your journey, accept you and where you are in your journey in life. And no, there, there's no timeline or um, time phase. I've been saying time phase now, and that's that's my own personal thing. So if I say time phase, I'm saying the same thing as timeline. It's just, I like time phase better. So that's just something I decided for me. Anyway, but, um, oh man, now what was I saying? <laughs> oh man, I just lost um, my train of thought on that. But overall, the, the point is that um, you got to step into your power. You got to step up for you. You got to get up off your ass and do whatever your intuition is telling you to do. You have to trust you. Love and trust you. One of the ways to help get more in touch with your intuition is self-care i will never say it enough you need to make sure you are taking time for you and i mean genuine time taking a shower is not self-care i mean it is it is and if your shower time is your self-care but i mean that just daily getting up and taking a shower and being like oh yeah i had a shower today yeah well that's just just personal hygiene you should be doing that every day this you just i just took a shower today is not self-care Nah, nah. Now, if you're like, I took a, I, I, I went and lit the candles. I had the music playing. I, I took me a nice, long, hot shower. I sang. Now, do all that, all that extraness, being able to give yourself that time to do all that and enjoy it. Yes, but I just took a quick shower today. 
Nah, that, that's not self-care. Self-care is when you give time to you to love on you and ignore the noise. For me personally, I have to either get up really early in the morning before anyone else is awake. Sometimes there have been times where my youngest has woken up extra early to interrupt that beautiful time. But for the most part, I have to leave the house. Or like, you know, take advantage of it when my mom takes the kids, which I'm so grateful for. You know, she's always taken my kids ever since. I'm just always so grateful that because I know everyone does not have that. I am very privileged to have that. And so grateful and so thankful. So shout out to my mom. Um, but yeah, like I said, whatever it is you need to do, and you know what, to let things go or figure out, you may need to go through some trial and errors, like go back to figure out, like I had to go back to figure out what does Elena actually like to do? What does Elena want to do? Not, this has nothing to do with being a mom, nothing to do with being a wife. What does Elena want to do? What does Elena like to do? Oh, you like this hobby? You know what I do like doing this. Nah, I thought I would like this, but not so much. Like, take time to explore. That's a that's a great thing. That's a beautiful thing. Um, take time to journal. Uh, if journaling, like I said, for me, journaling works. That just that works for me. But whatever works for you for processing your emotions. Do you dance? Do you paint? Do you draw? A lot of times, finding your creativeness falling into that can really help you connect um to your intuition spiritually i mean creativity is spirituality and spirituality is creativity i'm not gonna argue with that that's just fact and as you step into your power you'll see what i mean and no you don't have to be like this artistic person this super creative person like you can go buy those little kits off an amazon where they tell you step by step what to do and you don't got to think about it. Coloring could be something. Um, paint by number. They have sticker by number now. I, I wouldn't be able to do sticker by number. I just, um, like I'm fine with coloring outside the lines and all of that, you know? There's no rules here. But stickers, it, it, it irritates me all to my soul when the stickers aren't lined up because you can't just peel it back off and readjust it that is so annoying so i know the sticker by number books would irritate me they would irritate the hell out of me i, I couldn't do that but um yeah start taking up little hobbies figuring out what you like and that can be part of your self-care take you on some solo dates i was never one that i thought i could do solo dates um just because you know going out to eat by myself and stuff like that but if I go to the nail salon by myself, that's a solo date. A nice way to take care of me, get me out the house, get me away from my kids. Um, now, me personally, I like doing my own nails more. I don't know, there's something real calming about it. Not that I'm like super, you know, not that it looks as great as the nail tech, but it's just, it's this great calming feeling. Um, but for me, it's going to the bookstore. I love being in a bookstore. I love going to Barnes & Noble. It is the, I don't know. And I've I've taken my kids and everything, and I love it better when it's just me. That is that is my happy place outside of the home. I I'm being there all day. So, for me, I have a specific day where I go and do that. Um. Yeah. 
So stepping into you, becoming who you are, who you genuinely are and who you're meant to be and how to find your purpose. If that's what you're looking for, if you're trying to figure out what your purpose is. It's all in you already. But you got to sit still. You got to go into that solitude. You got to get quiet and drown out the outside noise. You got to release all of that external energy and emotions from everyone else. Trust your intuition. Have faith in yourself. You are so special. And the universe has your back. just you gotta go in you gotta trust yourself and you gotta let go you gotta let go of all those negative patterns the negative self-talk those toxic relationships you gotta move on and some relationships they might not even be toxic it just may be that you know that person just can't go where you're going they have a different path or they're happy where they are that's cool Everything doesn't have to be this dramatic thing. Everything doesn't have to hurt. Everything does not have to be a challenge. Like, if I want to get here, I got I to gotta go through the trials and trips. No, you don't. No, you don't. Now, yes, there will be some things where it is that because it's hard. But that doesn't have to be the case. I don't want you to think that you're supposed to suffer to get to where you want to be. That's not how that works. God doesn't want you to suffer. The universe doesn't want you to suffer. Spirit doesn't want you to suffer. Your ancestors don't want you to suffer. You don't want you to suffer. So, I just want to make sure that you don't hang on to that mindset. Yes, things will be hard. But don't intentionally or subconsciously make things harder for yourself because you have this internal belief that you're supposed to suffer. Just listen to you and do what you need to do. And take baby steps towards those goals. Oh, now I remember what I was saying about the time phase timeline. You are in the right place at the right time. Okay? Whatever that is. You're not too late. You're not too old. You are in the right place at the right time. Okay? Trust that. Believe that. Tell yourself that. Now, it's not too late for me. I'm exactly where I need to be. For real, tell yourself that. It's not too late for me. I'm exactly where I need to be. Now, I'm going to go ahead and get off this and get ready for my day. I am, to me, this um, also feels a little different than my previous podcast because I just, I don't know. I think this is real, very raw. When When I tend to talk, I tend to talk like this especially when giving some sort of advice or motivation or like when I'm trying to help my friends I'm I'm not gonna sugarcoat for you I'm not gonna I'm gonna be very supportive and I got you I am so rooting for you on your journey but I'm not gonna sugarcoat either and I'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear that's who I am But it is all with so much love. I love you all. Please remember to love yourself first.
have a great day, evening, afternoon, whatever it is. I hope it is great. Love you. Mwah.